This is Sports Best, presented on the Reposted Podcast Network. Coming at you like Devontae Smith coming across the middle to cut up the field for another Alabama touchdown. I'm Andrew Dabo Sweeney Keller, and he is Steve Sarkeesian, about to move to Austin, Texas. Are you excited about living in the capital of Texas? Uh, I think this is a good move-ish for UT. I, you know, he's failed-ish kind of at a couple other places. Nevertheless, good luck, Steve Sarkeesian. Hello, Mr. Keller. This is what is disappointing about Monday night's national championship game. Uh We don't have a huge amount of sporting events at this particular point, but when you tune in and you know your wife's going to give you a bad look if you start watching this game, and you tune in and they're getting blown out, you're like, you know what, it's not worth it, so I immediately turned it off. 52-24, Ohio State seemed like they never had a chance. Did you get the bad look or did you sneak it in before she could know? No. Crying out loud, everybody was in the family room right where the TV was, and there was no way to, like, not turn it on and have her, like, be like, are you really going to turn that on right now? I'm like, I just want to see what the – and then I turned it off. Well, we were – we weren't watching it. I forgot it was on. We were looking at some stuff at the new house, and Nicole's dad texted us and was like, hey, why aren't you watching the national championship? And then we – the worst part of the game for us was our internet was real skippy, so every 15 seconds it would pause. It's like right before they're about to break the plane for a touchdown – buffering as you know i've said all year long it was hard for me to get into the college football season because i feel like they literally just use college athlete athletes as pawns to get through even though there was a worldwide pandemic going on but alabama goes 13 and 0 they win there now this is what's interesting a disputed 19th national championship overall the ncaa and the AP have different ranking as, right. as to how many actual national championships Alabama has won. They won like six-ish before Bear Bryant got there, and then they won six more when he got there. And then Nick Saban won his sixth. So there's some debate on how many they've actually won. We won his sixth at Alabama, though, right? He has won at LSU. Yep, but they won six before Bear Bryant got there. They won six with Bear Bryant. They won six with him, so that's 18 there's a debated one more out there that was like during the Dust Bowl or something. I don't know. With, yeah, the Dust Bowl revival. I think it's kind of interesting where Alabama, would you say they were 13 and 0? Ohio yep. State was 7 and 1. Like, yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> the, and then the Pac 12, I think Colorado went into a bowl game 5 and 1 or something like that. It was like everyone's playing different amounts of games, and it's just strange to me. I, I'm definitely glad that we could close the page on the college football season. One final note, though, um, they don't believe in the coronavirus in Tuscaloosa. I don't know if you saw the crowds after Alabama won the national championship game. There was like a parade, and it was like, oh, better get out the vaccine. Yeah, well, maybe at the end of the parade, they had a, a thing set up like they do at the Dodger Stadium to vaccinate. Yeah. At Dodger Stadium, they're not testing anymore. They're only vaccinating. So, so wait a minute, can, is- any- can anybody show up at Dodger Stadium and get it? I don't think so, but they're, they're, they're just now switching over the infrastructure to mass vaccinate. So that'll be nice. But I, I've been seeing these pop up. I don't mean to go into tangent, but like, can I drive down to Dodger Stadium or do you got to have like some sort of pass to get in that line? I think if you bring your birth certificate proving that you're from Whittier, you can get vaccinated. <laughs> but if you have your San Francisco ID, they won't let you. It's the Beverly Hills for Hispanics, as you well know. Yeah. And Baldwin Hills is the Beverly Hills for Black Americans. <laughs> Baldwin Hill. Man, it's been a long time since I've been to Baldwin Hills. So I am going to be the first to admit when I was wrong, I did not think the Browns were going to oh! beat the Steelers. But a little celebration oh! for everyone in Ohio, oh! the Cleveland Browns 
have won their first postseason game in 26 years. They beat the Steelers 48-37. Coaches calling in on Zoom. There's a lot of congratulations going around. LeBron tweeted saying congratulations. Odell Beckham Jr. Magic Johnson, who's famously from Lansing, Michigan, decided to weigh in. And my favorite was Condoleezza Rice. And she said, I guess Zoom works, but only if you have heart. Emphasizing heart. I believe we need to go back and check the tape because my gut was telling me, even though they had no head coach, no assistant coach, their best offensive lineman, the Browns were still going to win this game. I just, it just something said momentum for the Browns and the Steelers. I mean, I think it was like 17 nothing. And I had just gone like to urinate before the game. And next thing I know, it was like 20 nothing. Well, we all know that you were very well hydrated. So the urination took about four <laughs> minutes. It did take four minutes. Did you, long I, one. I don't know. What is it about? I guess I've never been a public figure, but the need to tweet a congratulations, like it's, I guess there's a, there's a market. Uh, void in twitter right now so we want to know what what other famous people are <laughs> tweeting lebron can i mean lebron makes sense he's from ohio magic johnson i don't know why he made the headlines for for um congratulating them but i'm i'm excited i want i want him to go the distance i like it when droughts end so there was no way the browns were going to win this game because of all the things we'd mentioned you don't get to give me an answer now but as you know the cleveland browns are going to the Super Bowl defending Chiefs, Kansas City, this weekend of the divisional round. Will the Browns win that game and shock the world twice in two weeks? I think because this show is called I Love Patrick Mahomes on the Reposted Podcast Network, <laughs> I can't vote against Kansas City and their uh, ketchup-based barbecue sauce. So I'm going to have to go with Kansas City for the win. Okay. The other funnest game of the weekend – was the Bears-Saints game. Now, if you watch that game on traditional TV, you'd say, that wasn't very fun. But they also broadcast this game on Nickelodeon. <laughs> the NFL has this great idea to start doing, like, kids-themed games to get kids into the game. They actually had uh, this guy, I don't even know who it is, 15-year-old Nick something or other. No, Gabrielle Neva Green, who's a Nickelodeon star, be part of the broadcast. So they, you know, they had um, SpongeBob SquarePants pop up on the goal board. They had lots of memes during the game. When they'd score a touchdown, there was like fake fireworks going off on the television. Uh, Nate Burleson, University of Nevada product, was one of the play-by-play guys, and he would explain lots of things that were going on in the game, like mm-hmm. – um, if there was a flag being thrown, he said the nose, uh, he would talk that the flags get thrown because somebody messes up. He did all these descriptions and all in the theory of like, let's help young kids get into NFL. Well, because their parents are aggressively not wanting them to play because of the potential CTE. <laughs> I'm guessing if we got your wife on, she might not be a proponent of your kids playing no. tackle football. No, no. And so, I mean, I guess this makes sense because it's like, um, they they're they're loaded with talent right now but the back end is not going to be able to fill in if kids aren't playing sports and so it's kind of like the cigarette company uh making smoking cool and so they have to advertise to the kids i it seems genius to me but i don't know what the nfl is going to be in 10 to 15 years maybe i love that you compared this to kids smoking that's just my favorite nickelodeon having football is the new joe camel smoking school kids i think one thing that they, I, I always say the things that they should change in the nfl is instead of saying offsides they should say cheating on the offense 
And also get rid of bringing the chains out to measure for first down because that's such a subjective thing where the ball is placed. It's just pomp and circumstance, and I want to get rid of it. My favorite line of the game, Nate Brolson said, a trick play, kids, is the closest the NFL has to a prank. He was trying to scrap this. It would have been Nickelodeon game. Head coach of the New Orleans Saints after the game, I don't know if you saw this, got slimed. So you knew it was on Nickelodeon when the coach of the winning team gets slimed. Well, the best, maybe the best, one great thing about this game is now we have a matchup of the two oldest men in the world, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I saw this picture that Tom Brady um, tweeted and it's both of them with large, like Gandalf the gray beards and it's kind of set up. It's really funny. It's a battle of the old men. So that'll be a fun thing to watch. Okay. Will you watch the old guy game? Will yes. you sit down? How much of the old guy game will you watch? I'm going to watch three quarters of it. Cause I'm it is I... the first, second and third quarter and walk away. I believe it's the late game Sunday night. I don't know if the late game's at one or five. It's the Rams and Packers open it up Saturday. Ravens, Bills at night. And then Browns, Chiefs, Tampa, and uh, the Saints close it out on Sunday. Tampa Brady, Gronkineers. <laughs> the, 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 the one team you can't pronounce the name of. Tampa Brady, Gronkineers. I can't say it. So I'm not sure when these medals normally get awarded, but the president of the United States is on his way out and he has offered to give Bill Belichick the presidential medal of freedom, which he has declined. He said, quote, I was offered the opportunity to receive the medal of freedom, which I was flattered by out of respect of what the honor represents admiration for prior recipients. Subsequently, the tragic events of last week occurred and the decision has been made not to move forward with this award, which Bill Belichick is not going to go receive an award. He did add one thing. He said, quote, we're getting ready for Cincinnati. They're getting ready for Cincinnati. Here's what I don't understand. Uh, I'm assuming that the presidential medal of freedom is a big deal. Um, I don't know a lot, but I do know that Bill Belichick, and I could tell this because of the sweater that he wears every week, does not give a damn about what anybody thinks about him. No, he doesn't. So it's a big deal. And the presidential if the medal is a big deal and he doesn't care what anybody thinks about him, why in the world would he not go get the medal? I, I'm confused by this. Probably because he doesn't want the medal. Maybe. I, I mean, I think Robert Kraft is friends with that administration. So I, I doubt ownership's telling him not to do it. Maybe the PR people within the organization are like, you can't. Once again, though, it's Bill Belichick seems like the only person in the world Nick that Saban. really could care less about what anybody thinks about him. I just can't, I don't know. Is he being strategic about this? Like, you know what? Even this is too much for me. I got to care what people think a little bit. Well, you know, they have to. We're getting ready for Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he wants to go on his yacht. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't say why he wouldn't do it. I think uh, probably he just wants to go hang out with his family take his uh, two or three days off and start planning for next season. I want to spend more time with my family. That's why I can't. Or you know people. what? He's pissed because they didn't have a good season. He's like, I don't get, I don't get rewarded for being bad. There's no reward for getting last place. You know what? Now that is an answer that I actually accept. I accept yeah. that. It's I suck last year. I don't deserve exactly. And by the way, Andrew Keller, come over here and whip me because I deserve some flagellation. Well, he also probably doesn't want to get fast food served to him at the White House because I heard when you go to the White House, you get fast food brought in. Hey, bro, man, you could have Gary Danko, but give me a gordita 
or a bean and cheese burrito from Taco Bell, and I am just as happy. All right. Now, this is something that I have found interesting because, as we know, they're playing NBA games, but they're not allowing fans into the stadium. They played hockey last year. They didn't allow fans into the stadium. They're going to play hockey again. They're not going to allow fans into the stadium. So they're not allowing fans into the stadium. So you could essentially play those games anywhere you want. So it seems as if the NHL is the first sport franchise to take advantage of this. They're going to play the NHL two hockey games on the edge of Lake Tahoe. They're going to host games at the Edgewood Edgewood Golf Club, which we've been to. It's out there Mm -hmm. in South Lake Tahoe. Vegas is going to play Colorado on February 20th. Then Boston is going to take on Philadelphia on February 21st. It's the place where they play the American Century Golf Celebrity Tournament. So it's really beautiful. I think this is a great idea. I think it's a great idea, but it doesn't make sense on so many levels. California doesn't like sports being played in their state. And also, my favorite thing that the NHL has done last year was the 13th year that they did it was the Winter Classic, where I think it started out on a frozen lake. And I forgot where the first one was, but last year it was in Dallas. This year they're not doing it. And next year they're doing it in Minneapolis. The Frozen Classic was um, a, a great thing that they did. It was at the Cotton Bowl last year. So they're doing this thing in Tahoe which California doesn't allow anything to happen unless it's in the Nevada side. But here's the point. If you're a sports league, you could essentially play a game wherever you want. Like for instance, they could do a hockey game at the bottom of Mount Rushmore. Why not? They could or do a basketball could do in Alaska. game. They could play. They could do a NBA could say like, Hey, we're going to play a game in the middle of the Vegas strip. Like they could do the, cause they're not allowing fans in. Why not play games in fun places that are made for TV because we're all going to yeah. just be watching anyways. They could host the Nashville Predators could play at Taylor Swift's hangar outside of her home. And she could do a halftime or they don't have halftime. They, in between periods, Taylor Swift could perform. Listen, I'm going to ask you this again, but I'm going to tell you my. They could play an NBA basketball game at the bottom of um, Grand Canyon. The bottom Where of the Grand Canyon. like to see an NBA game be played. Yeah, just like they have um, the tennis court on top of is like the Wiz yeah. Khalifa or whatever. That's not the name of it. Tell Wiz me, is a rapper, but tell me where you want to see an NBA game be played. Go. I would love to see an NBA game played in front of the Kremlin. <laughs> okay, uh, I was thinking the United Continental United States, but okay, Russia. That they let's open up the box, Andrew. Yeah, where's the Kimbe Matumbo from? I think that would be a fun place to go and have. Of people just shaking their fingers. I believe he's from uh, South Dakota. South Dakota, Dikembe Mutombo from <laughs> South Dakota. Where would you Where would you want to see a game? I would love to see one at the Grand Canyon. I think that'd be like super cool. I'd love to see one in like the middle of the desert, like in Arizona somewhere, like some random spot in the middle of nowhere. I'd like to see it. Uh, there's like, what about this? What about a floating barge in the middle of Lake Michigan? I got it. I got it. The NBA should have the finals this year under Denver's airport in the Illuminati city. That's where it needs to be. You know, my gut told me that's where you were going with this. I knew it. (laughs) Well, if they're going to make it to the Illuminati city, the NBA is going to have to figure out a way to be able to get through the season. They've already had two games postponed and they're trying to figure out what's going to happen because under the current rules if you test positive and you're asymptomatic you have to sit out for 10 days but if you have symptoms you have to sit out 20 days and so they're going to meet with the players union to figure out 
what what needs to happen. But um, outside of the bubble is a little bit harder to negotiate. So is that I mean, I don't know. I didn't read super deep into the story. Are they having problems because players are leaving the hotel and going out and mix it up at the, you know, the places where they take off their clothes a lot and getting the COVIDs for meeting the wings or what's going? Why is everybody getting the COVIDs in the NBA? Well, I think it's just James Harden is doing that. But like people are, are living <laughs> their Harden lives. Happens. James Harden, we have to get him in every episode. He, yeah, I mean, also like <clears throat> you get further into the story, four of the 498 players have tested positive, w- which I guess could get things postponed. But for reference, 37,000 of the 40 million California residents tested positive yesterday. So I don't know what four people really means. I don't know what to say about this story, but I think I said the exact same thing before the NFL season. Like, there's no way in the middle of a global pandemic they're going to get in the NFL season. They just keep jamming these things in. So I just think they're going to keep jamming these NBA games in and they're going to get through it. They're going to do it. I mean, we talked last summer about how the, there's no way Major League Baseball is going to finish because there yep. was a big spike. And if there's a will, there's a way. I want to point out that in the last 12 months, I have never referenced blank out of blank has done like so many statistics that I don't understand the context of (laughs) 37,000 people. I don't know what that means, but 37,000 people tested positive for COVID. And I don't understand the context of that. Never, never have I gone. As you know, famously 87% of statistics are made up on the spot. Really? Only 87%. Yeah. I thought it was going to be 30%. See, I just made that up. See how that worked. Oh, do a little yes ending (laughs) well puppy bowl 17 is on the verge of coming out there's 70 puppies if we have time (laughs) oh my goodness i want to just move on from this story this three hour puppy bowl with a star-studded lineup i don't know so they're gonna play a three hour football game with puppies yeah, it's to raise awareness for adoption. They're going to have Kristen Bell is going to be helping. She's the the thing that made me not want to do this story is uh, the referee. The referee is going to be calling penalties such as premature watering of the field. That seems like an innuendo somehow. Is there a chance that your heart is made of acid by any chance? I like puppies, but I don't want to see them it's it's a series of the series is tied up three to three they have 22 puppies on the field i don't do you they're gonna have a play-by-play do you drink blood for breakfast is that what goes is that what goes on in your house no i eat glass is cruella deville your aunt you are a cold-hearted bastard if you don't like the puppy bowl how many quarters the puppy bowl are you gonna watch i put the under on zero Here's the only thing you need to know about uh, the puppy bowl. I don't know which team he plays on, but I'm rooting for George Kibble. <laughs> That's a dog. George Kibble. Come on. That's actually pretty You're good. cold. You're cold. Well, this is been Sports Best on the Reposted Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Keller. If you need to find Steve, you can reach him in Austin starting tomorrow. Thanks for stopping by.